I could not see the light at the end of the tunnel when I was in some of my darkest moments, forcing me to shed the version of myself that could not go where I was going. No matter how successful I was, I was numb. The version of myself that I have found, I would not have found her without the ugly invitation into the most intimate, deepest relationship with myself. And this concept means so many things to me beyond financially wealthy. Rich in community, rich in connection, rich in network, rich in health, rich in family, rich in opportunity. Welcome to the transition. Welcome to the new podcast. Welcome to the new concept. And welcome to my new life, rich in real life. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Stranded Phase podcast. It's your girl, Jessica Harley, and I am here with another incredible guest. And you guys know me as the host of the show, but I'm also a business owner of a, a media and podcast agency as well as a um, that has a pitch arm as well, where we really work hard to get incredible voices and messages out there. And so that also makes me a business owner, not just a messenger for you guys through the show. And as a business owner over the years, I've learned that there's something really incredible about personality tests and understanding your the people that you work with on a daily, the people that you choose to partner and collaborate with, and the people that you're connected to, friends, loved ones, all the things. And there's literally a personality test for everything from the Enneagram to the predictive index to the Myers-Briggs to all the things. And one of the tests that I took recently and also had my project manager and some of my friends around me take that I got a chance to take during um, a mastermind was mind blowing. It was one of those things that I felt like set me free because it helped me understand. It actually set me free because it helped me understand that there's types of people that give me anxiety. There's types of people that make me feel less than, and there's types of people that really empower me. And this has it was so insightful to kind of understand why people are the way they are and who I work best with, obviously. So I'm really excited today to invite a good friend, someone I've had an opportunity to work with for a while alongside in different capacities from podcasts to sharing her message through masterminds. And we've just been connected on end with good reason, I know for sure, is the founder of Partners for Solution, an incredible chief visionary officer for her clients. And just someone, a DISC administrator, through the John Maxwell group, because DISC is the personality test we're going to talk about today, and just an incredible all-around person. And I'm really excited today to have Audra Fournier. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you say after an introduction like that? You, you don't, girl. I'm a, you I'm smile. A, I'm a hype man. <laughs> I'm a hype man. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love my people. Listen, yeah. if I bring you on here, it's because I already admire, trust, and love you in the way that you, you provide your service and or self to the world. And so I'm really excited to have you on here because... Other things I know about you, you're a nurturer, a lover, an incredible eye, and we'll get into that. And uh, so first things first, what the entire hell is the DISC profile? <laughs> I'm so glad you asked. Thank you for asking. Um, DISC is a profile um, tool that we can use to help understand ourselves and how we communicate with others, as well as others and what they need from us when it comes to communication. Like you said, there's a lot of different types of personality profiling out there. Yes. And they all have their own purpose, right? Exhausting. So <laughs> they are exhausting. I mean, it's like, you'd really want to know about yourself, but do you really want to know that much about yourself? <laughs> and they are accurate every time. Aren't they though? Like, how do you know that? <laughs> yes. So DISC stands for D for dominant, um, I flew in for influencing, S for stable, and C for compliant. Um, and we're all a variation of, of those things, of those things, right? And there's no one that's better than the other. Um, what's really cool about DISC is that it tells us what our communication style is, especially when it comes to like working in interactive environments. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are very familiar with Myers-Briggs. Yes. You're an ENSP or whatever. Um, Myers-Briggs, that, what that's really good for is how we intake information and use that information to make judge, judgments and opinions. Mm. So that's a really good tool to understand ourselves and working in the information and the environment around us. DISC is really good for how to build teams, how you are as a leader, um, what your team members need as far as communication styles, and what is your natural tendency and how those personalities work together. Ooh. Okay, so 
I'll be completely honest that when things like this come up, I'm always like, God, I don't need another personality test. (laughs) I know myself, damn it. Like, I know, I know I'm crazy. I know I jump out the plane and figure it out on the way down. I know, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. Um, But what was really cool was um, I was in a mastermind setting when we got to take this test and all all seven of us took it and um, figuring out that I am a high I, Mm -hmm. as are you. Mm Mm-hmm. And nothing else. Well, like other things, but like I trumps all, mm-hmm. which means influence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, immediately it's easy to see these things and hear these things and get defensive. Like I was like, that's not all that matters to me. Um, but learning that it's a very much a people first method. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas a lot of these other things doesn't mean that they don't put people first, but they mean that other people prioritize other things mm-hmm. and their behavior, mm-hmm. which makes so much sense. And in that instance in particular, it was very freeing for me to see that there is such thing as high D's mm-hmm. that um, they need an answer, they need result, and they need to trust. And uh, for me in particular, those type of people um, rattle me a right. little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. an eye's fear, which we'll get into all of this, is rejection. Right? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Rejection, loss of approval. We're constantly in the space because I'm a high eye as well. Um, in addition to other things. And like you said, we'll get into, cause you can be multiple. You're not just one, you're, yep. you're a combination of things, yes. um, generally. So for eyes, yes, it is rejection, loss of approval, which is why we're so far into the people pleasing space, um, that it is relationship oriented. We're emotional, we're storytellers, we're encouragers. It's all about putting the, the, the people first, um, which is our greatest asset and sometimes our greatest detriment. Hi, my name is Jessica, and I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> just, just, just gonna go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> this me. <laughs> this is me. This is me. So, okay. So, um, how, how not accurate? How um, often or how many people are high eyes? Is this like eighty percent of the population? Fifty percent? What is that? No, they're only actually about eleven percent of the population. Oh shit! Right. <laughs> you know, and when we talk about this, people. Hmm. Especially, and I'm going to, I'm going to opinionate here. That's not real world, but, um, women in business like to, and want to consider themselves high D's like being an alpha woman and being a high D. Oh honey, say it. All my friends, like I'm that bitch. Like all my friends are like, I'm a boss girl. Just be a boss girl. Just push it away. Just be a boss. Like that is literally, it is considered weak to be emotional. It is Right. Say it, say it with your chest. These are, these are, these are driven women. Like I want to be a high D. I want to be decent. What does D stand for? Dominant. Dominant and directive. Like Mm -hmm. that is the epitome of what a, a CEO female, even internally may not mention, but she wants to be. But do you realize that it's only actually 3% of the populations that are high D? 69% of the population is an S, which is stability. And that's men and women. We want stability in our life. We want to create stability. We want to feel comfortable in stable environments, um, which is also a people person. Yes. Uh, an S is a people person. It's a quadrant. So if you could imagine um, a quadrant and the top two are D and I and the bottom are C and S. So D and I are outgoing um, where C and S are reserved. So 69% of the population is people under people oriented yet reserved we're not all Pause. high d's wait d i s c disc d i mm. top quadrant s c c s c s sorry right. d i c s and 69% is an s which means they need stability yes they seek it but they are outgoing um they're they're reserved actually. they're reserved yeah they're people people but they're reserved that's wild isn't that crazy? And yet all these business women, myself included, are like, I must be a high D because I'm, you know, I'm directive. I, you know, I'm, I'm taking action. I'm bossing this to the, to the hilt. Um, but no, I'm, I'm an I. Hi, I'm a people person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am a people person. Um, and my second is actually S. So I'm a people person, but I also c- crave stability. And then I'm a D. And then I'm an ID. Yes. Which I'm on. So I'm influence and then. And then your task oriented directive. Okay. And something that was really unique was my best friend and I took it. 
And we always feel like we're like the yin to each other's yang. Like she, to me, is very like stable, systems oriented, directive, um, compliant. And we took the test and she was an ID and I'm an I with a D, but like not she's like an ID and I'm mm-hmm. an I with a D. And um, so we're actually very similar, mm-hmm. which is funny as shit because it explains a lot as to why certain things don't get done with her and I in business <laughs> because we lead a lot. Both of us lead a lot and influence a lot and direct a lot. But when it comes to the details, well, I thought you did it. Well, I thought you were going to do it. <laughs> it's very like no one is stable and no one is compliant. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's actually a shit show, which which is really cool, though, because we had my project manager take the test. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Charmaine, um, who is literally that is not a facade. She is the yin to my yang. She is everything that I'm not, which is really beautiful to say, because if you always hear like find people in business will always say, I need another me. No, the hell you don't. You need someone the opposite of you. And Charmaine is the opposite of me. She's everything I'm not. She will literally be like, I watched the Zoom call and I saw what, saw what you said at the end to someone. And I saw the email you sent. And you actually didn't list everything that you said you wanted them to do. So I sent another email and I clarified for them what you want from them. And it, it is like detail oriented, perfection, everything. And we found out she is a CS. Which means she is compliant mm-hmm. and she's stable. stable. Which is really ironic because we had your best friend's um, assistant take hers and she is the exact same. So both of you have found a, an individual to complement your ID phases um, to fill in those gaps. And yes. you found the exact same person in a different human. Yes. Which is fantastic. Because we, we found the person that could make the things happen. Mm-hmm. Because what is with, and we call ourselves creatives, but it's beautiful for me to now be like, as an I, mm-hmm. I'm like jumping out of the plane. I have this great idea. Let's make it happen. And really on the front end, I can sell anything. I can market anything. I can make anyone believe anything. Not that I'm full of shit, but you come with me, you doing whatever I'm doing. Like we're, we're going for a ride. And then when the details come into play, they're <laughs> I'm like, gonna, I'm going to delegate the shit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how did you get that to happen? Like, I actually don't even know how I'm going to make it happen. I'll figure it out later when I get there. Like, but we'll make it happen, I promise. But finding your CS mm-hmm. uh, or your SC or whatever it is, like whatever that, because because my project manager is also the person that if one of my clients emails back and is like, hey, I'm not quite understanding what this is. Can we jump on a call? Oh, my my project manager is like, hey, Hey, so-and-so wants to get on a call and I just really don't want to do that. <laughs> like, wants no parts of like deep human communication. Like, please don't make me show up for someone on a call and lead them. I don't have that capacity. And you're like, I'll do that. And she's like, can you please record it? Because I know that all the details are not going to get back to me. Correct. She's <laughs> like, I know you and you'll tell me two things, but you told the client six. So yeah. like, just record the call. Mm-hmm. And before I can even say, she goes through all my Zoom calls and watches all of them. And it's like, no, I actually know what needs to be done. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I don't need a message. The fanta- Which is what why disk profiling can be so useful in so useful. inside team environments. So let me talk a little bit about how your personality is generated, right? So it's three parts. It's heredity, environment, and experience. Mm. So we do inherit some things from from our parents. Absolutely. And then we inherit- Shout out to mom. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to mom. And then we we generate behavior patterns based upon the experiences that we have, um, whether they're in childhood, you know, because we talk a lot about how limiting beliefs are created and how behavior patterns are created from our family members, but also- Significant changes in life can change our personality and behavior patterns, right? So we're going somewhere. we then have the, so we have heredity, environment, and experiences. Yes. And that builds our personality, which is why if you take a personality profile at the age of 20 and you take a personality profile at the age of 40 after having been married and being a parent and all of these other things, running businesses, it can change slightly because those experiences and those environments force us to maybe become more dominant or less dominant or need stability or more of a people person. So yes, it's possible that your personality can slightly alter over time. Um, So don't be surprised if you took one at the age of 20 when you're in high school or college, and now you take one again, that it's slightly different. It's because you've been through different environments and experiences. experiences. Two of those three contributing factors have changed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have to be honest and say that my personality was probably slightly different prior to my previous marriage than it is now because that experience and that environment 
changed some of the things that I found in, or needed to find important. So I'm a bit more structured now and I'm a bit more probably obsessive compulsive now because of just experiences that we go through in the environments that we live in. Say less. I have a mugshot at 19. I promise your girl's different after that. (laughs) (laughs) I promise I'm different after that. Right. Yeah. I I sat right in that cell and was like, never again. This is never (laughs) going to happen. We're doing this shit again. (laughs) So I clearly don't care about the right things. Let me get my life together. (laughs) (laughs) So that brought in your your directive, right? Yes. You're a high I. And then you became, you had the need to become more dominant and, and, and task oriented and a planner or whatever, because you had to get your shit together. Pause. Is, is this aligned? Does this sound aligned for you? The reason I had to sh- get my shit together was because I was a follower. I was a professional follower. Okay. If everybody else was doing it, I was like, I'm doing it. If that's what's going to make me fit in, I'm doing it. Right. And I feel like to me, I'm just hearing you say this and I could mm-hmm. just be theorizing, but I'm like, okay, a D, I had to really start making like conscious dominant decisions. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to leave this front because when I let someone else leave me, I fuck it up. Right. So let me make better decisions and stop mm-hmm. listening to other people. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because when I let people contribute, I end up in the wrong place. That's right. So you got to write your own ship and you got to, you know, steer your own paddle there, kid. <laughs> you know? Sometimes, you know, I don't like the choices that these people are making, so I'm going to make a different choice, which means that I have to actually hold myself accountable to making a different choice. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. And if you hadn't have done all that, you wouldn't be the business owner and the mom that you are today. I mean, that's... Absolutely not. God, yeah. God bless Cameron. He needs a different type of parent. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to go with the flow. What are we doing? I don't know. What do you want to do today? Yes, yes, yes. yes. I actually get that from my mother. Right. Uh, <laughs> actually get that from my mother so go ahead well i was gonna say there's in i'm sure i can't wait to hear what you're gonna say so isn't there another part of this uh, another component to this test that i really found interesting and i'm trying to make sure i don't mix up disc and predictive index is there something in this test where it shows what you are in different capacities yes explain because this is really cool and then I want to explain what each of the sectors are yes. the, uh, and what that those. Yeah, sorry, we jumped like. right in and did not. Divide. No, that's totally did not okay. explain what these I are. Lo- this is the most fun part, so I can understand why you would want to go there first. <laughs> so the assessment that I use, which um, is provided by the John Maxwell Group, because it is a very thorough report and I really like it. It doesn't just say this is what you are and no, have fun it's with that. Extremely you know, thorough. Self research. Um, I'm like, actually, how you know me like that? <laughs> I know, right? Get out of my business. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it actually provides um, what is called the mirror and the core. And so I'll explain what those are. So within the test, it only takes like 15 minutes. It, yeah. It's like, you know, 50 questions or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it makes you kind of grade things. Um, and it asks you the same question in a couple of different capacities to judge whether this is a mirror situation, which is what other people think of you. But this is the the version of you that you present to the world. Yes. And then, or is it a core personality? And So core, there's three. So there's three, and I'll explain what the third one is in just a second. Okay, sorry. So the main two are the mirror and the core. Got it. So the core is who you are at your core. Um, And the way that it judges that is how would you react in a stressful situation or under pressure? Because we revert back to the most comfortable core part of ourselves. We don't really care about what other people think in the moment of stress. We're just going to make a decision. Correct. Um, and then the third is a blend of those two things because core mirror and mask blend mask. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I'm yes. Core mirror mask. Yeah. Love it. So mirror is who I think people think I am. What, who people think you are. And as a result, who you think people think you, you are. are. Right. Cause you don't know what you don't know if you don't know. Yeah. Not knowing it. Yeah. I right? probably think more of what people think I am than right. what they actually think I am. <laughs> And what I love about yours, and I'm going to use you as, as an example. Yeah, this was really cool. Is that Because my best friend is the opposite. But go ahead. Yes, I love this that part. A lot of people, it, you're either very similar in those two spaces. Um, there's not a whole lot of change. Or they're wildly different. Wildly. I've seen people that are like, their, their core is this. And then their mirror is like. Right. Just because they they conform themselves to what they think their audience needs. Correct. Um, as opposed to being as close to true authentically themselves as they are. 
Um, and that's not a bad thing. It's just an environmental thing, right? Yeah. So if you grew up or you have been placed in an environment where you have to conform to whoever is in your environment, then your, your, sorry, that one's the mask. So mask and core and then mirror. I, it all just made sense. It's um, okay. <laughs> I'm here. Um, so they've had to put on a mask in an effort to appease their audience. Yes. But you throw them in a stressful situation and they're going to revert back to exactly to who core. they are. Correct. Um, but those that are authentic and have done a lot of self-awareness and a lot of self-journaling and self-work and all of those things, you'll find the more and more they come together as, as Same. very similar. Yes. Yeah. Um, also using those two as an indicator, you can tell what a person needs when they're under stress. Because either their need for stability will go up or go down, or their people-pleasing efforts will go up or they'll go down, or their dominant and directive tendencies will go up or go down if they're in a stressful situation. Yes. So some people that may not be very high in the dominant sector, when they're in stressful situations, will like rally the troops, give directives, and say, this is the way that we're going and we're moving forward, and I don't want anybody to question the situation. We're going to get this job done. Correct. Or not depending. So one of the things about mine, which was cool that we went through with everybody was all, all three of mine were aligned. Mm -hmm. They were almost exactly the same mm -hmm. under stress mirror mask. Mm -hmm. And what you pointed out to me was what that means is that's why you have so many listeners is because you are authentic in all three situations. Absolutely. You are you under stress mm -hmm. to your audience mm -hmm. and blended. Mm -hmm. You are you. Right. But there was, other, and not to not to recommend or de degrade anyone, but there were others that like their their image or them under stress, and then their mirror or their mask, mask was it was literally like they were a completely different person. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. they were dominant in public and needed and craved compliance and stability in private. Mm -hmm. But to the public, they were extremely dominant and just stable. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. I love brains. Like, <laughs> I listened to a previous podcast of, of the, the neurosurgeon or, um, and I'm just like, I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like brains are so amazing. Um, and, and how that shows up in, in our interaction with others is it, it shows, are we in transition? Are we trying to push forward in something that we're not necessarily comfortable in, but we're doing it because the situation requires us to do that? Yeah. Um, are we wildly going outside of our comfort zones into, yes. you know, arena that we're not comfortable in at all? Yes. Um, some people, you know, you'll see owners that start businesses because of the need to start a business, but they're not really comfortable as a leader. So they're really outside of their comfort zone in the day to day. Um, and they revert back to that comfort zone in times of stress. Yeah. Um, so personalities are really, really, really fun. It, it was really cool to witness because with mine being like straight across the board, mm -hmm. my, someone close to me, theirs was the complete opposite. And it's not because that person was fake or anything. It was because, and it, it takes me back to the book, The Big Leap, is mm -hmm. she's doing something that over, based on her environment and her experience, she got incredibly good at because she, sorry, she was required to do. Yeah. She was required to build mm -hmm. systems and businesses because she tried two businesses and they failed. So her third, third time around, she got incredibly good at building systems and delegating and making sure she wasn't the bottleneck. Mm -hmm. She got so good at it based on environment and experience that she started to give it to other people. But based on the disc profile, it very clear, like, that's not what you want to be doing. Right. Because what you really enjoy is influence and impact mm -hmm. and directing people and not necessarily being dominant, but directing people and leading. Mm -hmm. But you're doing something, Big Leap says, that you are applauded for in your zone of excellence, but it's not right. necessarily your zone of genius. Right. Which is what I always go back to. Right. And like seeing that, it was like a literal visual of like, oh, you're not who you want to be right now. You're doing right. something you're really good at. Yeah. Incredible. And for a high I to putting them, putting themselves in a high C situation because systems and processes are a compliance. Makes me want to throw up. <laughs> As a high I, it makes me want to throw up too. <laughs> but she's really good at it. Really good. Um, but, Based on her experience and environment. Right. Yep. 
And we do that to ourselves all the time. You know, we put ourselves into situations that are not our zone of, of genius, yep. um, but that we're very competent in. Um, and it contradicts what our natural tendencies are. Mm. And not to mention, I'm going to bring this back to leadership. We ask our team members to put themselves into positions that they yes. are, that is not their Jonah's genius, simply because they are really good at it. I'm sitting here when, when, when I got that information about my project manager, Charmaine, I was like, thank God, because it's literally the woman I'm ready to give like a share of my business to, because mm -hmm. I'm like, you are literally the missing piece to my business. I cannot do this. I've literally told her, like, if I end up somewhere else, like you're going with me, I'm just taking you with me. Whatever I do, <laughs> you're packing you in the bag. You're get, going, you're coming get your with passport, me. Come don't, on. Get, don't get any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, she literally is everything I'm not. And when you look at the disc pro profile, She's literally everything I'm not. Mm -hmm. Like she is stable and compliant and your girl is not. Like right. eyes are not. We are not mm -hmm. focused. And You're visionaries. Visionaries. Mm -hmm. And I've taken another person personality test that have very clearly said, your girl's not focused on the details <laughs> at <No>. all. <laughs> nope. Just not. Nope. You're not. But seeing this made me like, okay, for the first time, because I remember at the start of my business, just being willy nilly at things. Like I would start everybody at the bottom, try a bunch of things. And if this works really good for you, if you're really good at this and you can prove yourself for three months, let me move you up. Do you want to move up? Mm -hmm. Get Even getting to the place a year later of like, let me have a conversation with someone and ask them, what do you want inside this business? Paradigm shift. <laughs> and then now going all the way to like, we do an anonymous test. We do, or we do two tests every 90 days, surveys, not tests, surveys every 90 days within my nine contractors or staff and contractors is one is I see your name because mm -hmm. it's what do you want for yourself? Um, and then your feedback. But the, the one that we, I have their information is they're allowed to tell me what they want. Mm -hmm. And, and they order the things that they do in, in their role of, mm -hmm. of which they like them, which we all know 20% of 20, 30% of your role, you may not like, but right. they order in which the things that they like to do. And I, every time I'm mind blown, I'm like, but you're really good at video editing and you like transcription. Like you're mm -hmm. really good at like putting my ideas to mm -hmm. a thing, but you're telling me you want to write. Like, I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. But that's in understanding people at this level. Mm -hmm. So it excited me so much to see this because I was like, oh my God, Charmaine's doing exactly what mm -hmm. she's supposed to do. Yeah. 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 And it's, um, I think people forget that there are other people that like to do the things that they don't like to do. So uh, leaders have a really hard time of working in their strength zones, right? They keep paying attention to these things that they're really crappy at. <laughs> and they think that they're going to spend the time to become better at the things that they're really crappy at when they should spend that time becoming better at the things that they're even better at. So if you can move a seven to a 10, why would you try to move a three to a five? You know, as far as competency and skill set, when you can find somebody that that's their 10 mm. and pay them well to do it. When she took this test, she said something really beautiful to me. I swear we had the most jarring conversation and I was like in love about it. She said, every time I take a test, because this was like her second test, taking another personality test. Mm -hmm. And she's like, this just further confirmed for me. She said, I keep looking up in life and saying, I keep ending up in places not based on my desires. They are other people's desires. Mm -hmm. So I look up and I'm living in a, in a city because of my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And I look up and I'm, I originally went to school to do film and ended up becoming the accountant for the film company. Mm -hmm. Or then I started this business because of this, because of someone else. And now I work for you and I do this. And I never thought I would work for a podcast agency, like in media agency. I never thought I would be doing this. And she's like, and there's been times where I've looked up and said, my life is a culmination of what everybody else wants for me. And she said, but then when I, took this test, it made me realize that I only got that idea from looking at other people. Mm. And that the reality is, is that I am a great wing man. Like I am a great wing woman, like my job. And I feel very safe and I feel very alive when I'm making someone else's stuff clean, pretty, perfect. Like, oh my God, there's so much there that I want to say. Go. So, <laughs> so this goes back to that, that situation that we're all supposed to be type A alpha directive women and that we're all supposed to be leaders, which is complete hogwash because well, it's bullshit. It is total <laughs> bullshit. It is total bullshit. It's okay to be a support system. It's okay to be a partner. It's okay to 
not want to be in the limelight and to want to be and live and thrive in love in a support capacity. Man. The, see, and this goes deeper and deeper and deeper because over the years running a major women's event, like we had to sit down one time and decide who was going to help us with the event. And someone peeped up and said this, and I'll never forget it. They go, you two need to stop hiring help of people that want to be you. Boom. And I was like, what? <laughs> and they were like, you keep hiring people that want to one day be you. And I get it because in the moment they're like, teach me all the things, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. but then they end up stealing from you. They redirect you. They, they manipulate, they project onto you. They take, stop hiring people that want to be you and hire people that are not you and don't want to be you, but want to support the mission and the message and what you're pushing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. But we go that route because and I, I hate to use this word. There's another word for it. But like when someone is obsessed, mm -hmm. not obsessed, but they're like, I see Flattering. my path. My, I see my path through you. Mm -hmm. Well, I want everything that you have to tell me mm -hmm. and us as eyes and influencers and teachers. And we're like, oh, I'll give you everything I got. Yeah. What do you mean? You, yeah. yeah. You're interested. Well, <laughs> and, and because you're high eyes, you're, you're feeling love and appreciation and approval through that. Yes. And so. Because please don't reject me. <laughs> right. So I'm going to tell you how wonderful you are um, yes. because I want to be like you. You're like, yeah, like, I love you too. Yeah. You know, I'll teach you all the things. Yeah. I'll <laughs> teach you all the things. So um, it's okay. Like I was saying to someone earlier, like no profile is better than the other. No, not at all. It is just simply an explanation of what your, what your tendencies are and, and learning from that as opposed to feeling diminished by it. Better. This was me. Better. <laughs> Better? This was me. I was like, you were like, you're an I. I was like, what else? You're like, just an I. You're just a high I. Yeah. And everybody was like an ID and an IDS. And I was like, so so it's just influence? Like, that's just it? That's that's what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> like, there's no more. There's no less. Like, right. well, that's it? That's my purpose? Like, so it, no more. You're saying better. I was like, that's, that's it? Like, I yeah. don't have anything else to give anyone? I was more wowed at other people like I was like wow you I remember you saying um it's because it's like everything below the line you don't give a shit about or like when things change you and mine doesn't yeah. change much but like you were like you actually don't give a shit about being compliant at all <laughs> I yeah, was yeah. like never that's, like that's even, probably true even under stress it doesn't change like, no <laughs> stressful situations you're like oh I'll just I'll just I'll be I'll be equally influential and I'll be a little bit more dominant yeah oh, and then it was like you'll crave a little bit more stability but your compliance just stays way down here like, in the bucket it doesn't exist it doesn't exist like <laughs> in whatever way that i need to be compliant count me out yeah like, I, i'm opposite i will create rules or i'll I create will, my own rules and then i will debunk those rules that i've just created correct absolutely 100 <laughs> and to watch what other people would do is so cool like we're under stress they um because i think my best friend becomes uh more she goes after stability mm -hmm. like stability a little bit more and a little bit more compliance mm -hmm. um, when she's under stress, which I think is so cool because it's a hundred percent correct. When we both get in such stressful situations, I a hundred percent always go to her and I'm like, so what are we you, doing? Have you thought about this? What do we do? Like, <laughs> because I'm a follow your lead and then right. I will lead the front. Right. So you tell me in the background what to do and I'll go tell everybody else. Right. We, I, uh, her and I are the people that behind the scenes shit just hit the fan. Shit fell apart. Like, right. I'll, I'll, I remember like, there's like nine times at the event that we run where like <laughs> it's it, I'm talking and I come behind stage and she's like, hey, this is no longer available. This person's plane was uh, flight was canceled and this and da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, shit. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already talked to the hotel. Already talked to this person. Already that. Here's my next three ideas. But you need to go out there and convince everyone that it's OK. And I'm like, oh, done on this. <laughs> Got it. Right. Like, I mean, and, that's and, all I got. You fixed it. I just got to sell it to everyone. Done. Say less. <laughs> like, and, I mean, if you're a high eye and, and singularly, what exactly do you do for a living? You talk to people. I you, talk to people. Welcome. All day, every day. All damn day. About your podcast, about their podcast, about, about doing their job, about moving people around to make things happen. I mean, this is what you do all day, every day. And all I do is drop into fascination for other people's message. Like they're talking and I'm like, why are you not telling this story? This is so damn yeah. good. Yeah. Cause you're curious. Yes. So what? Okay. First. Okay. So <laughs> for three, a hot minute, 3% D 3% <laughs> D's. How, what is the percent of eyes? 11%. 11. 
Okay, I feel a little special. 11% <laughs> S's are majority of the population, 69%. Mm-hmm. And then C's? 17%. All right. So explain a little bit more in depth. Of what they are? Of what they are. Okay. So, somebody's going to go take this test and you're going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'll give you kind of two or three different parts here. So one is kind of a general overview. One is the benefits and the other part is kind of the drawbacks. And tell, then, tell me the shadows, girl. What's wrong, <laughs> what's wrong with us eyes? And then each one <laughs> has its own greatest fear. Okay, so dominants are driven by authority. They like to take control. They embrace change. They treasure loyalty. They're very direct. They're going to get the job done, and they're going to get it done as efficiently as possible, right? Mm. So they're bold, confident, independent. They're persistent. They are great in an emergency. Um, They motivate other people, and they are comfortable leading and thrive in resistance. Thrive in resistance? Yeah. So if you have a confrontation, you call a high D. And they're just going to be like, bam, bam, bam. This is the problem. This is the solution. I'll go fix it. That they don't is... take offense. Yes. Right. That's so accurate. Oh my God. Every D I know is like, oh, phew. done. This, this, and this, and this, and this. And no, that yeah. would never take that personal. Mm-mm. No. But the drawback is they can be argumentative. <laughs> they can be insensitive and impatient. They can even come across cold. Um, they really just want the overview of the situation. Um, and they look to, and feel kind of like they can't relax. They're always moving. Um, and they're very opinionated. <laughs> okay. So I just want to highlight this part, which what I was explaining that I discovered at this mastermind, say what they are again, their drawbacks, say it again, argumentative, uh-huh. insensitive, uh-huh. impatient. Uh-huh. Um, they can be possessive. Mm-hmm. They can come across as cold. Mm-hmm. They really just want the overview. They can never seem to relax and they're very opinionated. So I want you to hear that. And then you're going to get into in a minute how high eyes, our mm-hmm. biggest fear is rejection. A lot of my clients are D's or a lot of people I've worked with. I mean, it's only 3%, but they're, I've worked with several D's. And it's funny, we actually work really well together. But when expectations are unmet, they scare the shit out of me. They mm-hmm. give me anxiety and it's because of those things. Mm-hmm. They make me feel rejected and all those things. Mm-hmm. They come across as very cold. They're argumentative. They're very like, and immediately I'm like, oh my God, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, yes. please don't reject me. Like I actually care yeah. about you. Yeah. And that makes so much sense because I will lose sleep over a call with someone that I know is like that. Mm-hmm. And it will be tomorrow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's going to happen tomorrow. Yes. Likely. It's going to happen yes. tomorrow. Their greatest fear is being taken advantage of so they hold um trust really high on their scale they they don't want to come across as um incompetent or um they don't want somebody to take them for a ride Mm. so let's get into i because it's so closely like different this makes so much sense okay so eyes are relationship oriented yes they are emotional they are animated they're storytellers they're encouragers they want to talk it out um, they are persuasive, they're generous, enthusiastic, friendly, talkative, social, optimistic, and um, they inspire others. So how opposite from a D can you just about get? <laughs> Us. <laughs> I know, right? You're Me. like, I want to talk it out. And they're like, I don't have time for that. No. And you're like, but, but then my greatest fear is rejection and loss of approval and you don't want to talk it out. And so maybe you just don't want to listen to me, right? Yes. And, and they're like, I have a thousand better things to do. Right? <laughs> Just get it done. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, so, but their drawbacks are they can be very undisciplined, <laughs> disorganized. They waste time. They can be forgetful. They need the spotlight. They don't always listen very well. <laughs> they get really distractive and they can be impulsive. <laughs> Which drives a high D insane. <laughs> So a high D is going to delegate to you because you're competent and you're persuasive and you can, you got them going on and you're like, I got this, we can do this, no problem. And the, the high D is like, okay, great. I'm never, I'm not going to be taken advantage of. And this person um, is going to be loyal because that's what they say. And they're going to get all the things done. So I'm going to tell you what to do and you go do it. And you're like, but I need you to pat me on the back and tell me I did a good job. This explains 90% <laughs> of my business relationships right now. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Because high D's or D's in general are task oriented, whereas I's are people oriented. They're both outgoing, like they'll have good conversation and they can be really good in social social settings. But when when a focus is on task, the D is going to be like, this is the task. And the I is going to be like, yeah, but how do you feel about it? 
It's so funny you say this because that was the only difference between me and my best friend. When we did the test, we were like, how the hell do we work together when I'm an I and you're an ID? Mm -hmm. And when you said the only difference between you two is when it comes to the person or the task, Mm -hmm. she's going to focus on the task and you're going to focus on the person. And I was like, that is a thousand percent who we are. Yes. One thousand percent who we are. Yeah. That makes so much sense. So then we get into the S and C situation and um, your assistant and um, your friend's assistant and the person that I was talking to today are all in the SC category. Um, My videographer here today is an S, CS. CSI. CSI. Yep. So they tend to be, instead of outgoing, they tend to be reserved. But again, there's the split between task and people. So a C is task oriented. Um, They're compliant, accurate detail-oriented, treasures perfection, and they rely on logic and fact. So they come across as very analytical, they're genius-prone, they're self-sacrificing, they're idealistic, they require high quality of work because they're logical, data-driven, serious, and they are planners, man. We need them. That's why we need them. Facts. The challenges come because they can be moody, they can be critical, they can be socially insecure, they can be very rigid and they can appear cold and distant, kind of like a D because they're in that task oriented sector. Mm, um, this is starting to make so much sense now. Yeah. They can be risk avoidant and they are prone to analysis Ooh, through paralysis. Every C paralysis. I know is risk avoidant. Oh yeah. my God. They like to work alone. They're really hard to please and they can be kind of slow to start because they're risk avoidant so that they're, they're going to plan it all out before they decide to like, you know, go by anything. <laughs> they do so much research. It just boggles my mind. I'm like, give me three, like pare it down to three choices and let me make a choice. Cause I'm an eye. Cause yes. I have time for that. And they're like, but there's 432 choices and they each have merit. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> well, because their greatest fear is criticism Ooh. for making the wrong choice. You didn't have your data, right? You didn't plan it out properly. You didn't analysis and now, yeah, you didn't analyze. go through, go through probably. Yeah, they didn't, you didn't analyze this, right? I just have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I know. <laughs> like, analyze. Um, I was like, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. You missed these details. Yeah. Um, you find that a lot of um, accountants or things, people that do very uh, tedious yes. work um, live in and are happy in this sector. They like the details. They really want to get down to making sure that it's correct because if it's not correct, you're going to come back and you're going to criticize them and that's going to look poorly on their work and they're not willing to let that happen. Have you ever um, heard someone say that like just in, in healing in general that like the the basis of letting go and understanding is giving grace and understanding someone else? Mm-hmm. That And I just say that to say this is so interesting, not only understanding yourself, but yielding grace to other people in this. Because like when I first started my journey, I'll never forget um, when I started sharing and like creating flyers and doing podcasts and I was doing all the things. I was writing my own show notes, writing my own posts, doing all the things. And I went through this really weird period where all these people like loved it, but I got so much criticism from random people. People would like screenshot what I wrote and send it to me and be like, hey, you actually misspelled a lot here. Mm -hmm. And like, hey, I was reading your email and like really cool made me, but you misspelled this. And like, mm-hmm. I would have put a space here and like, da, 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 da. And like, hey, mm-hmm. you sent me this PDF and it was really great and it helped me start my podcast. But like, I really think you should have had more on this and like would criticize the hell out of me. And it, it really like affected me for a short period of time. And then I would t- say to myself, okay, like, but typically the people that criticize me are the least to spend money with me. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, then I'd be like, well, wait, but I, I made X amount of dollars off of this. And the person criticized me actually isn't paying me. So what? but now that I'm hearing this, I'm like, this was probably just a high C. Like somebody mm-hmm. that was like, this would drive me crazy if I made a public spelling error. So let me help this person right. by showing them like, hey, you probably don't want to feel the same way I feel when I fuck something up. Mm-hmm. And a high I, I'm like, they got the point. Yeah. They're good. Like, <laughs> they got it. It's all good. <laughs> that was like 98% there. Yeah. Okay. It's, it, it, Two percent spelling error, we're good. It's right. fine. Who cares? Right. Like, and if it comes across in a general, gen- genuine way, then it is those individuals yes. that are like, I, you know, I really like her, but I would never want this to happen to me. Yes. Um. But there are also people that are out there that are just pains in the asses. I know. But it was so unique to yeah. be like, yeah, like that just allows me to give grace. Like I, I wish oh, yeah. I would get another text, me- like another message like that. I'm like, oh, you poor C. Like, I get it. I get it. I get I get your stressor. It's not mine, but I get right, it. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's not it. mine. It's not mine. It's yours to keep. Yeah. You can keep that. You can have that. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that with me. Yes. Yeah. 
So, um, which sees to me, um, I appreciate all of them, but I, I less probably, um, align with C's because I, it doesn't like, we don't I'm like details. Oh I'll God. be honest. The, those They're are the people that drive me the most crazy, oh God. the most crazy. And we yeah. love you. Minus you. But absolutely you know, love him. I have to say <laughs> that the C's are the ones that keep us out of the shit. Ooh, say less. <laughs> I can't. Say less. I can't. I know. <laughs> they keep us it's out, out of there. the shit. They it's are. It, and this is what I want to ask when you're done with this. But like, are there like certain people that are more likely to be certain career types? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm thinking C, like accountant, fine details. Oh, yeah. Very compliant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me get through the last one. So the yes. last one is um, is our stable personalities. They are um, generally easygoing. So they're in the bottom right quadrant, which means they're in the reserved side, but they're also people oriented, mm. which is a challenge. But it's also 69% of the population. My right? mom. She's like, that's me. So easygoing. Um <laughs> Even paced, really good listeners, compassionate, loyal. Um, they they seek security. They're hard workers. They're savers. They're peaceful. They mediate situations. They're faithful. Um, they're routine oriented. Generally good listeners, supportive and steady. So they are sixty nine percent of the population and the foundation for which humanity is built upon. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. Um, the challenge is, is um, they can be too laid back. They can come across as sarcastic. <laughs> They are. Hold on, they can come across as sarcastic. Yeah. Got it. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> There's a few of those in this room right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're generally a slower pace, right? They're not going to, you, you can't hurry them up no matter what. They're going to go at the pace that they're going to go at, and that's just the way that they go. <laughs> <laughs> they have a challenge. 1000%. Yeah. <laughs> My my mother is the type of person that like why are you where are you rushing to go like, yeah. where are you why, why are, are we in a hurry, hurry? <laughs> where the fuck are you going <laughs> um they have a difficulty they have challenges saying no they um shut down in the face of confrontation mm. but they can be really indecisive they're also mm. quite skeptical mm. they can be possessive and they're kind of slow to start so not only are they slow paced they get go slowing they get going slow <laughs> they so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Their greatest fear actually is loss of security mm. and confrontation. Loss of security and confrontation. And Which what is was why they're so loyal because they, they're not going to argue with you. They're, it sounds like a good woman. Yeah. Like a good like partner. <laughs> yeah, right. They're, they're steady. They, you know, they, they're just going to, they're going to mediate. They're going to listen. Um, they're laid back. They're hardworking. They like to save. Um, yeah. What's a C's biggest fear? A C's biggest fear is criticism. So, okay. So I'm, I'm painting this in my head. So a D's biggest fear is being taken for a ride and taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. An I's biggest fear is rejection and mm -hmm. loss of approval. Loss of approval. An S's biggest fear is security and confrontation security and confrontation and the c is criticism yeah yeah so let's paint a little picture so we often because s is the most uh it's the largest group out the there population. right mm -hmm. yep so we like to hire s's cs's s's specifically because they're stable they're loyal um, you're gonna stay in this job forever right <laughs> Right. I'm going to punch this clock. I'm yep. going to do this task yep. um, for forever. I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to not be confrontational with you. Yes. So, but they're hired by a D, right? Which is often, it, you know, it can be the case. I mean, yeah. D is the smallest portion of the population, but they're natural leaders and drivers. But they want, they, they get frustrated because an S likes to take their time. They like to be told exactly what we're doing. They want to make a relationship. They With want a to deadline listen. And at what speed I would like you to do it in. Right. And so an S gets really frustrated because, I mean, because the D is being directive and being cold and they're not building a relationship with them and they're task oriented. Um, and the D is like, I don't understand how many times we have to talk about this and why can't you move faster? Didn't you say that D's are really difficult? Communicators? Once? They can be, yeah. Can so be. I've known quite a few that um, are, don't give clear direction. They just like to like, <laughs> I, need you, I need you to buy me a plant and I need it to be tomorrow. And <laughs> the S is over here going, so what kind of plant? How big of a plant? How much do you want me to spend? Like, do you want me to have it delivered? Do you want me to go out and pick it up myself? Like, we got all these questions. Yes. And D is like, I don't give a shit. Just go buy a plant. 
I need a plant in this house tomorrow. Right. And so the S is going to shrink back because they're not going to do confrontation. Oh. Um, and they're going to, you know, they're like, but that's not in like, that's not in my routine. Do I buy it on the way to work? Do I buy it at lunch? <laughs> do I buy it after work? Do I bring it in tomorrow? Like you got all these questions, right? And the D's like, I don't care. But then the S is going to show up with a plant and the D's like, that's not what I asked for. <laughs> I wanted mint for my mojito. Well, you should have said mint for your mojito. I can't put this in a, you know what I mean? So you have this like conflict back and forth. So what does an I do in this situation? Um, buys all the plants. (laughs) 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 And is really, really happy about it. I got all these plants. I talked to the gardener and he said, this one's right And you can have a plant. You can have a plant. (laughs) I bought edible ones. I bought non-edible ones. Like, and here's the entire backstory of the gardener and how it was grown. It was such a beautiful story. It made me buy them all because he has such a great background. (laughs) That is 100% what I would do. And the C person would be like, here's a chart of all the plants that are available. These are all of your options. These are your pros and cons. And I narrowed it based down on the house that you have and the space that you have available. Right. And the type of cocktails you may be making. So there's actually only three plants that you could buy. Which one would you like? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to choose it for you because if I choose the wrong one, then we're not friends anymore. Because <laughs> I can't deal with criticism. <laughs> exactly. <Shit>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my so God. So it's so much fun to see, you know, both if we're acting within our genius zone what is that genius zone? How do we pick a good partner for ourselves so that they complement us? And then how do we know what they need to be successful so that we can communicate with them in a way that makes them thrive? So <laughs> it's funny though, because <laughs> I catch myself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that was totally an I, or that was totally a D, or I can pick people out of a lineup now. And I'm like, oh, that's that's you. This is what you need. And so now I can we're going to be best friends forever because I'm a high I and I'm like, I know exactly who you are and I can like conform so to this. So is there a compatibility chart for this? Like I's are great with this and D's are great with this or so not compatibility like partnership, but compatibility in business or like working together. Yes. To a degree. Yeah. Um, based upon what you want the outcome to be and what kind mm. of role you're trying to put that person in. So are you trying to find somebody that's going to compliment you? Or are you trying to find somebody that is going to be um, like like task compliment? Like, mm. Or are you trying to find somebody that's going to be a good partner for mm. you, like in a business or yes. whatever? Um, because you and your bestie are very similar. It's a headache. Because <laughs> we now need to hire a right. CS or a C or someone. Yeah. We need to hire a doer. Right. Neither, and I'm not saying that we're late, but neither one of us, we were both visionaries. Mm-hmm. We're hyped up all the time off of a vision. And then it's like, <laughs> remember what I said? I, I, I specifically remember having a conversation in the car one time where she was like, yeah, we've been talking about this for three weeks. And I was like, I know. And she's like, but I told you what needed to be done. I was like, I know I was there. And she's like, so, but nothing's happening. And I'm like, cause I thought you were going to do it. Like, right. And I'm like, and we never actually said I was going to do it. And she's like, yeah, but I felt like these are the things I'm good at. And these are the things you're good at. And I'm like, does it look like I have time to do that? Like, and it was just, too long. Didn't read. It was, yeah, too, <laughs> did not read it. Like definitely didn't read it. Uh, but there's two of us. We're talking about these things and, neither, and we need someone to do mm-hmm. the job. Mm-hmm. It's not us. We're hyped up off a of vision. Mm-hmm. The great partner in business not task oriented. Right. Right. Yeah. Neither so, one of us. <laughs> so then you have to find people that are. Yes. Um, and so also you have to consider if you're starting from kind of a compliance in a, in a steady space mm-hmm. and you're the leader, sometimes that can be a challenge when you're building a business. Is that rare? No. For I mean, a C to be a leader? No. I mean, they can be great leaders. Yeah. Uh, because everybody. they're also people people oriented, right? No, they're task oriented, but they ha- they can hold a vision. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, and and they have a, um, a sense of perfectionism. So they want it to be right. So they they put out oh, really me so much of you. great quality. <laughs> yeah, they put out really amazing quality work, which is why people want to hire them because yes. they're so good at it. Yes. Um and so a, an eye with them is going to be a benefit, but they're going to probably naturally kind of reject that a little bit because it's so people forward, but they need them to go out and build relationships with clients and do salesy stuff or whatever. You hear this? You see that? You feeling this? (laughs) So, (laughs) 
sometimes yeah. the, whereas eyes are like oh yeah i'm gonna put all the people in all the right places and we're gonna make this great and it's gonna be a party and we're gonna do amazing things some of the other personality profiles don't naturally gravitate in that direction even though they need them yes um and they can kind of conflict a little sometimes c's and s's if they're across the board from them and are complete opposites because they're Unless they know, unless they are aware, and we go back to that whole self-awareness, and this is all an evolution in self-awareness, is to understand what the benefit of the other personality profiles are in, in your monkey sphere and taking advantage of those. Yes. You know, you know that a CS is going to be massively helpful for you because massively. you're not detail-oriented. But if you're a steady person and, and you fear um, loss of security – bringing on somebody that is pro risk is going to scare the living shit out of you. They're like, no, you need to go out there and you need to do all of these things that are completely unstable. And, and they're like, Oh no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. We're not going to the bank and getting, you know, a $50,000 business loan to be able to do all of these amazing things when they, that may be what they need to do to grow their business. They're like, that is like, how am I, what's going to happen if I can't pay that back? And yes. like, I'm going to, what am I going to mortgage my house? And I'm going to have to sell my children. And like, how am I going to make this happen? And it's completely outside of the realm. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, <laughs> let me tell you from an eyes perspective. You're like, 50, that ain't enough. I got two years. <laughs> I'll figure that out in six months. <laughs> like, and how? I don't know, but I'll figure it out when I get there. Right. And don't worry. Like, and that <laughs> freaks out a CS. Yes. Or an S in general, because, you know, what what, happen, what happens when they call the loan? Do they call loans? Is that a thing that happens? Like, do they call loans and you just have to figure out how to pay it off in like the next two weeks? Like all of this analytical yes. stuff. They're like, I have a spreadsheet of payments with interest rates and this goes to interest and this goes to principal and this is how I feel secure. It drives, because I've had clients like this that it drives me crazy. Like, they're like, where's the client journey? Like, what is next? What da, 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 da. And I'm like, I've told you 57 times. And they're like, yeah, but I need to see it. And like, I, I need an infograph. Yes. Right now. Yes. And then like, I realized with my project manager, cause learning this, I, I realized I used to freak her out because mm -hmm. there'd be times where I'd say stuff and she'd be like, and I was like, do I stress you out? And she was like, no, you just change stuff a lot. Like, yeah. and I was like, but one of the ways that I was able to work through that with her is I paint her the vision constantly. Yeah. I am very vulnerable with her about the vision. So I'm like, Hey, like Full disclosure, like one of the things in, in my business changed massively recently. We're actually shifting our focus on something else because of the, the times that we're in. Mm -hmm. And I've painted it to her three or four times. And now she literally works with me through that. And I will say things like, is this freaking you out right now? Are you? And, and she's like, no, no, you've made it very clear to me. I understand where we're going and what we're doing. Like, yeah. and, and she's like, and I've been with you long enough that I trust you. So wherever mm -hmm. you're going, as long as it's clear to me, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. But I have to make it so... I can't just be like, hey, I had an idea. This is what we're going to do. Like, she will freak. No, that's but, what your best friend's and, for. <laughs> yes. Yes. And she's almost so used to it that she waits for me to say it a second time before she goes with me. Like, right. I say it and I'm like, remember what I said the other day? And she's like, oh, you were serious. And I'm like, yes, I was serious. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, we're really doing that. I'm like, yes, we're yeah. doing that. Like, yeah. 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 She needs like, she's like, prove to me that you're serious and then I'll trust you. Right. Which going back to the thing that you said that every six months you send out a survey mm -hmm. is Fantastic. Because for I's, they feel heard. For D's, they can put down what they like and they don't like. For S's, that's significant stability in them being able to make sure that they are loyal to the, to their space and that mm -hmm. you're loyal to them in their space um, and, it, and that status quo is, is continuing um, and that it's consistent and on a regular schedule. They really mm -hmm. like that. And C's, they get to be um, as, as detail oriented as they can be and expressing exactly what they like in, you know, a, a, a logical planning sort of situation. Um, so I think that that's something that all businesses should implement when they have teams is to continue to check in. Yes. Um, you don't know if their environment or experiences have changed and something's gone wacky and they're like, you know, I'm just going to throw in the towel and like, I'll take all the risks. Like just put me in whatever position you want to. Yes. Um, so doing things like that, I think is, is really good in leadership. There's so many great conversations I've had with my, the people that I work with where I'm like, now I've put them in a training position because of it or give it them doing the survey actually makes me realize like some of them are visionaries. They've been in the role so long that they have visions beyond what I do that I'm like, like I, I remember someone asking me one time, like, where do you come up with the things 
that you do in your business. And I was like, a lot of times it's my team. Like mm-hmm. we just sit there and talk on end about things happening. And then they give me, I've given them the safe, the safety and the comfort of bringing forth ideas to me. And I'm like, that mm-hmm. might actually fly. Like, let's do that. Right. Like right. You, you, you've been in this long enough. You've been compliant. You've been in this stable role long enough that you're seeing things I'm not seeing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because yeah. guess who's not focused on the details? <laughs> Your <Maybe>. girl. <laughs> it's That'd me. That'd be the visionary. The visionary. That's, that's me. No. Yeah. And so helping leaders um, stay in their genius zone and understand their teams and understand themselves um, so that because leaders, we don't get to just set it and forget it. Um, no. I think that a lot of no. people view business owners and leaders like I'm the boss, like what I say goes. Um, and that doesn't really work in in actual management of teams. No. It's a collaborative environment and we must conform to the needs of our team members in an effort to continue to keep them loyal and motivated. So we- oh, people don't even want to get, and I've hired therapists for my contract. Uh, contractors. I've hired therapists for my contractors. Like, like you're going through something personal and I really need you. So let me put, let me get you a therapy session. Like let me hire someone for you so you can talk this out because it's not with me, but it is with someone. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to cross those lines. So I want you to be able to have that conversation with someone so I can get you back to work in a better space. Oh yeah. I mean, I've, I've coached team members of my leaders because they don't want to cross that line, mm-hmm. but they want to provide a coaching space and a safe space for, for those team members to be able to share their challenges, to grow, to become, you know, more or less of this or that or the other, um, and stepping into that role so that they can continue to be a leader and not be a friend or a therapist or whatever, um, has been some of the most, uh, beneficial parts of what I do within mm-hmm. companies. So that they can stay as the visionary, yes. right? That's their role is to yes. maintain the vision and continue to, you know, lead the charge. Uh, I have a mentor that says it, and I love the way she says it. Is she says, um, it's not CEO, it's not um, leader, it's, in, it's she always calls herself like chief um, inspiration, innovation, and um, income officer. Nice. And she says like that her job is to stay in the future. That's right. And bring it back to the team to create the present. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's, it sounds airy, but it's absolutely where we need to be. I need mm-hmm. to be fourth. You have that foresight to mm-hmm. see what's happening, to see what's going on. Bring that back to the team. And then I remember another mentor that said, the more intuitive your team is, the more, the more initiative they take, it is all in that and not in you. So like when you voice what's going on, when you voice your thoughts, when you can say that to your team and they can make that happen, mm-hmm. the better off you are. Absolutely. And I have really, for the last year, just learning, and I'm, I'm trying to circle back to the power of these things, is understanding the people that you work intimately with, whether as a leader, a CEO, a visionary, or a manager, the more you learn about the people that you work with intimately, the better off you are. And it's such a, a, a now generational thing. I mean, my mom and my, so I'm third generation entrepreneur. My grandfather started a plumbing company and he taught her, your employees are not your friends. No. Like you no. don't hang out with them. No. You don't know anything. Students about- either. Coaches, stop. Yeah. Not your damn friends. Stop. Right. <laughs> so there was a significant separation between leadership and team and and there still needs to be that professional separation, like, you know, which is respectful, but getting to know your team members is the only way that you're going to figure out how to motivate them. You know, what are their personalities like? What are the important things to them? Mm-hmm. What are they passionate about? What do they love to do? What do they hate to do? Like do the surveys, figure it out. You don't just pick a person and say, yes, I'll interview. Yes, you could be good at this. And you throw them in a position and expect them to thrive. It's just not The minute one of my, the people I work with are slacking, Mm -hmm. I have gotten so far from being like, are you aware a deadline was this? And are you da da da? Immediately I'm like, hey, what is overwhelming you? And -hmm. what would you like to be doing more of? Yeah. What about your job right now is irritating you or or paralyzing you or making you procrastinate? That's right. And every single time they're like, you know what? I actually really don't like this part that I've been doing, it's become very redundant and I feel like I can't pay attention. So I procrastinate. So I don't do it. And I'm like, well, what if you do more of this? And they're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I love that. And like a small switch will really change everything. And I'm like, it's never merely is it ever, it's always two problems. 
Right. To me, it's always two problems. It is either they have become less of who they were in the beginning because they've started procrastinating and they're procrastinating because whatever they're doing has become redundant or less like what they're good at or in some manner, or it's a personal problem. It's something mm-hmm. very personal, which mm-hmm. I can, I can hire someone to work through that with you. Yeah. But it's never people need more deadlines. Right. It's never people need more clarity about what's being required of you. Mm-hmm. Very rarely, because I've given the open space for my team to be like, hey, you asked me to do this thing and I don't really quite understand what you meant by that. So can you kind of like run that back with me? And I'm like, absolutely. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't even think I was freaking clear on it for that matter. <laughs> like, I mean, you're like, wait, I, what I did I, I tell like you? Way that up here. So let me. Yeah, that wasn't anything like what I wanted. That really came out of my mouth. <laughs> That's can, an eye. can you play that video back for me? <laughs> Every time I tell my project manager I want something on a voice note, she's like, "Can you send me a video?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, you're you want this in copy? I get it. You're like, you got my number. Stop it." <laughs> this was so good, Audra. This was great, and I hope yeah. anyone, CEO, founder, business owner, manager. Um, or anyone looking to this role, like people working them, them themselves up in a corporate role, this could be so powerful in the people that you work with because like I literally can't stop looking at people this way now. I know. And it's powerful. It's not like yes. less than, it's not better than. It's it's just really incredible to know who people are and, and how you work best with them. And for me, a lot of times it was like the triggers. Like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's why we conflict so much is because you're scared of that and I'm scared of this. And here we are butting heads of two things that we're both scared of. Right. We're providing each other exactly what we're scared of. <laughs> right. When it has really nothing to do with you. Nothing to like, do with me. Yeah. You get cold because you fear the loss of trust. And I'm scared right now because I fear rejection and you being cold makes me think I'm rejected. That's right. So and we're, we're thinking it as each other and it's literally mm-hmm. our personality types. Mm-hmm. Incredible. And in the process of, of like you've done, of taking the personality profiling, you learn about the other personality profiles. So then when you're going in and you're, you're, I mean, you begin to recognize what other people are without them necessarily needing to take one. And you're like, oh, this is what you need from me. And I can deliver that. A hundred percent. Okay, so tell my audience where they can learn. Thank you for this, by the way. This is oh incredible. Oh, so much fun. I love talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're like two eyes, and we'll just like story tell the hell out of this. We'll be here for three hours, y'all. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> and wouldn't even know and wouldn't care about everyone behind the camera. No. Uh, <laughs> I'd step away. I'd grab wine. We'd come back. Yep. We'd talk about 45 other different things. And-, and this would by far be the most important thing of the day. Yeah. Leave my son at the daycare and everything. Uh, <laughs> so... so. Tell them where they can uh, learn more about you. She's a speaker. She is an incredible coach. She's obviously does this and this helps companies that you work with on end. Mm-hmm. Tell them where they can learn more about you, where they can work with you and what they can, they can, uh, I'm sure they're going to want to know where they can take this test as well. Right. So, um, taking the test, contact me. Um, you can, because it takes key codes and I'll send it out to you. You'll take the test. I'll get a copy. You'll get a copy. And then we can have a conversation about it because it can be a little overwhelming. 30 pages seems like a lot, but, um, I can get right to the goody of it and, and tell you what it means. Yes. Um, you can find me at, um, audrefournier.com or at Audra Fournier on Instagram, or you can email me. Um, all my stuff will be in the show notes. We'll drop it down in the show notes. Y- you can find me on Facebook. Um, I'm not big on Twitter, Twitter or TikTok, but you know, Same. find me. You can find me. Just Audra Fournier. Just Google me. Um, and yeah, there's this and a whole lot more. There is nothing like understanding yourself and the people around you so that you can work better together and give each other the grace of understanding each other um, because we personalize so much and it doesn't necessarily need to be that especially in a working environment where there's a common goal so yeah i even made my entire family take it and my significant other i'm like this is what you are (laughs) this is what this means this is why i frustrate you because you're a cs and i drive you crazy and i'm an i and i drive you absolutely Uh, crazy (laughs) i'm all the risk (laughs) all the risk adverse yep yeah oh thank you so much for this this has been so much fun i appreciate you thank you yes absolutely my pleasure and i hope to do it again sometime thank you